Jeff, and welcome to episode 77 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, doing science experiments to prove your wife wrong. Interesting. So there's a little bit of a story. Like a story. There's a story. Yeah. This- so this is incredible. Last night, Alice and I were, were eating dinner, and uh, for our entire relationship, she's always complained. She's like, you eat too fast. You need to slow down. You eat too fast. I'm just like, no, my mouth is bigger than yours. No, I have a big mouth. Like, She's like, it's not that much bigger. You just eat too fast. And yesterday, I had the genius idea. I was like, all right, let's measure it by volume. So we both fit as much water as we possibly could in our mouths and then spit it out into a cup and then weighed it to see, uh, to compare our mouth sizes and- Uh The science showed she had 68 grams uh, of uh, of water that she was able to have in her mouth. And I had 136. <laughs> so, literally, exactly, exactly, exactly double. double. I'm more impressed that it's exactly double. Yeah, it was incredible. I had exactly double the size of her mouth. And she's just like, all this time, I thought you just ate fast. I was like, no. I just like uh, when I finish, when you finish two slices of pizza, I have finished four because if we each take a bite at the same time, I'm eating twice as much food as you. Wow. Science, yeah. So now <laughs> but, that's, that's something I won't have to deal with for the rest of my life because I proved it how by many, science. How many cats can fit in your toilet after you've shit in it? Oh, that's a different story. <clears throat> uh, Mona jumped. I don't even want to. Mona jumped in my poop. And no, it's pretty. It's pretty incredible. The what? time in between me standing up and flushing, Allison happened to turn on the sink at like in that moment, and Mona comes darting around the corner straight into the bathroom. <laughs> she uses the toilet as like a way to get up onto the sink, so she just like <laughs> left to go land on the toilet and straight into my shit. <laughs> While she was in the air, I was just like, no, Mona. I couldn't stop her in my shirt. My pants were still around my ankles. Uh, We had to immediately shut the door, and we threw her in the bath, and it was was a nightmare. And that was at like 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) What the heck? It was quite the morning. Um, So, yeah, it's been an eventful week for me. That's (laughs) weird. Uh, and video games. Oh, right. That's what we talk about here. It is a video game podcast. Uh, joining me this week, we have Adam. I'm still thinking about, I'm still thinking about the cat. Just go back to me. <laughs> we have Andrew. hey And we have Tikan. Hello. And uh, this week, is this is it. This is our big E3 discussion. We are going to only talk about what happened in E3 in the last week. So that means all of the press conferences. We are not doing emails. We are not doing what we've been playing. We are not doing trivia. We're not doing other news. It is all just E3. So I guess... Yeah, let's be honest. Like All the news would have been E3 anyway. A large majority. There's a couple small things here and there that aren't E3 related, but... We're gonna we're just gonna roll right into this uh, and get right into our discussion, our E three discussion. So we we were taking notes. Andrew and I actually, this is all Andrew. Thank you so much. Shout out to Andrew for keeping a list of notes on all of the announcements throughout E three. Uh, so yeah, let's just get right 
into this. Also, Derek might be joining us at some point. Apparently, he's got some sort of situation going on. Maybe his dog jumped at his shit, and he's trying to <laughs> to figure that out. Uh, but he may he's hop probably on. just he's probably just too busy making a whirlpool. Uh, he may, <laughs> uh, uh, you. He, he may join us at uh, a later time. So we'll we'll see what happens. All right, let's let's start off at the top. So obviously we had covered uh, Summer Games Fest opening night with Jeff Keeley the previous uh, week. So we are going to just talk about uh, the first thing that happened after that, which is the Netflix geeked weekend or whatever it was basically uh they announced a bunch of new stuff coming to netflix that was all video game related we got confirmation that the witcher season two is happening i don't know did any of you watch the witcher T-Con, i, I like did it was, it was amazing yeah I, I loved it you guys it was both really, liked yeah it? andrew you haven't watched yeah, it, it right? was nope the only thing i, I know is uh w- what is it toss a coin to your witcher yep mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. never, the greatest song i've ever. never heard the song Henry Cavill is it. perfect. It's pretty fun. There's uh, been like uh, dozens of covers of it now in like every genre I, you can imagine. I bet. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, let's see. <clears throat> we also got an announcement that Castlevania season four just happened, and it's supposed to be the last season. But alas, they said it's only the last season for Trevor and Cyphus and Alucard story. They are going to do more Castlevania featuring Richter Belmont and Maria. I can never remember her last name. Renard. Maria Renard. Basically um, setting up. So Richter and Maria originally starred in Rondo of Blood and then go on to be the main uh, or main part of Symphony of the Night. So I think they could easily split those games up between like four to five seasons yeah. of the show, which could be really cool. Now, Jeff, I have a question for you. I still haven't finished the most recent season. Not my question. So in it's really good. Um, in Netflix's announcement, they listed Richter as the son of Sypha and Trevor. However, when I was looking it up like weeks ago, it said that Simon was their son. Yeah. So which one of those is correct? Is Netflix just a goofing? Netflix is kind of. It seems like they're doing their own thing because canonically, Simon is the son of Trevor. Because if you go to the Belmont family tree, oh boy, is that a thing? <laughs> oh, so where does Richter Google. fall in? Richter is Simon's son, I think. Okay, so screwing with the timeline a little bit. Yeah, they're kind of just doing their own thing. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, there's like a weird thing where there's like multiple timelines so yeah More timeline uh-huh yes. yeah uh trevor and and Sypha are simon's parents and then if you go down Rick, where's richter um where is richter belmont i don't know who richter's parents are i think it's simon <clears throat> uh anyways uh yeah so it seems like they're doing their own thing in that instance and like creating their own family mm-hmm. tree which whatever that doesn't really matter to me but yeah, yeah. it's still castlevania content yeah i'm excited richter's really cool i like richter better than simon so simon richter's objectively kind of a... cooler than simon yes that is just absolute fact um all right so we also got an announcement for a new splinter cell animated series coming out Pretty nice. cool. Uh, oh, like a stealth okay. assassin show could be cool. 
Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. I have no idea what this is. Is this I like think Far it Cry refers to Blood Far Dragon? Cry Three Blood Dragon? <clears throat> okay, cool. Wasn't like Tron super into that? Tron was into. Uh, Tron is a friend of ours. Uh, that's his nickname. He was super into the Far Cry games, and he played a lot of Far Cry Three back in college. And then yeah, he was. I really, remember he, he was, was really playing at, Blood Dragon. At my house, uh, one of the like the Halo parties we had. Was he? That doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. Yeah, he's a he's a big Far Cry fan. They also showed the first stuff for the Cuphead TV show, which I forgot they're doing a Cuphead show, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be exciting to see. Uh, we got uh, the full cast for the live action Resident Evil show that they're making revealed. Uh, did we do we have that list of Resident Evil show cast? All I know is that the guy who plays Silas in Horizon Zero Dawn is playing Wesker. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like he's the only one that I recognized out of that picture. Walt. Lance Reddick, Ella Balinska, Tamara Smart, Sena Agudong. These are some names. Aldine Rudolph and Paula Nunez. I butchered so many of those. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know when when we're getting this show. Have they announced, like, when this is? Oh, cool. Oh, no, the movie's coming out November 24th. We don't know yet when this show is coming out. I really like that we're getting all these animated shows as opposed to, like, live-action interpretations. Hmm. Like it seems like they always used to do with video games. Like, yeah, I don't I, know. I'm just excited for it. Yeah, I like I like having a mix of both. Like you have The Witcher and Castlevania, which are both video game shows, but are both. But so we we don't have them doing things or like something that clearly should have been animated was made live action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with Resident <laughs> Evil, they're doing both. They are doing so. both. yeah. And Resident Evil works that way. The best or worst of both worlds. So yeah. which one's the animated animated one? There's there's an animated movie coming out in shortly. Infinite Darkness yes. is the show, the animated show, yes. That one stars Leon. Okay. Leon. And some ballistics. And then, and then there is the live action Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. Yes. That's coming out this fall. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also, the last thing they did was show more stuff for the League of Legends show coming to Netflix, Arcane. Starring yeah, that about looks Jinx and Vi. I actually didn't watch the trailer. I've been meaning to do that. I f- entirely forgot about it. Um, the one with Jinx? Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, I saw it. It looked pretty cool. Um, So that was it for the Netflix Geeked. It's kind of straightforward. I thought there was a lot of cool announcements in there. A lot of stuff I'm actually really excited about. Uh, All right. So the next thing we have here is Ubisoft Forward. We're also skipping around a bit. We skipped some of the super small stuff. Uh, apparently, the Wholesome Direct was really, really cool. A lot of really cool indie stuff. Um, I didn't watch it, and I know I don't think anyone else here watched it. Yeah, I, I didn't get around to that one. So we're just going to skip forward and talk about the things that we did fully watch. So Ubisoft Forward. Rainbow Six... Uh, which was going to be Rainbow Six Quarantine, got renamed to Rainbow Six Extraction recently. Um, Andrew's note says, I don't know, there's aliens or something. 
Yeah, that, I, I actually watched the trailer for that. I, I managed to be at home for that entire presentation. What did you think? Oh, it looked pretty cool. So it's like the whole point, it seems to have like more of a... I haven't played any Rainbow Six, but it seems to be like a story of there is an alien invasion. Mm-hmm. And the extraction part comes to the point where... So you, you can go in with up to like three people and you each pick an operator. So the extraction point is about if you get captured, you're like if you're down with that operator, that operator is legitimately captured. And you can't pick them again until so you go back in and get them out. Well, that's kind of cool. That's a fun little. Which is it's honestly, it sounds like an interesting mechanic of well, this character is physically unavailable to you because you got them captured in your last mission. Hmm. So go in and get them out, then you can play them again. Cool. Zombie U had a similar uh, concept, except you couldn't play as your characters again. You could just kill their zombie version, and that's how you got your stuff back, was by killing your former self. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Man, I didn't hate Zombie U. I never beat it. I, I meant to. I don't remember it. Yeah, and then they uh, they just ported it. Didn't they port it to the, the U? Yeah, they just called it Zombie, and I was like, this doesn't work as well. Yeah. <laughs> you lost something here. Uh, anyways, then they announced Rocksmith Plus, which Rocksmith is, uh, it's like a, a build your own guitar hero thing, right? Where you can like make your own songs kind and of. stuff. It's, it's like teaching you to play an actual real life guitar. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I never played Rocksmith. Um, the PC beta so is coming later this year. Yeah. So the whole point of it is that you can like play along with songs. You can actually like slow up or speed down the slow down or speed up the tempo to like you know, figure out how to actually perform the chords. Yeah, they added like a bunch of new features to this, so I don't remember like, what any of them are. It's like you can you can play it at a slower pace to you know make sure you're getting it right, and then gradually speed it up so you can play it at the correct pacing. I yeah, like that. you can focus oh, kind on of a... specific techniques or specific sections of different songs, or you can like like make the sections of the songs that you want to learn different, so you can learn them the way you want. You know. Very cool. Uh, all right. Did uh, did Andrew freeze? Oh, we, we keep. No, my been... camera. My camera is just freaking out right now. Haywire yeah. right now. <laughs> it is like there a, is there a cat first, waiting in the cord? No, it. Ju- I've unplugged it several times. It like, it just it shut off and then it wouldn't turn back on. So I plugged it back in and then it turns on and then st- just stops. But then it freezes my myself. So I don't fucking know. That's all right. We'll survive as long as we can hear. Interesting. You. Yeah. Uh, Riders Republic is getting a release date. It's coming out sub- September second this year. I have no idea what this game is. Does anyone know what Riders Republic is? That's like the the downhill sloping uh, bicycle, snowboard, skateboard, hang gliding. It's like extreme like sports game. game. Okay. Cool. They showed it off in a previous Ubisoft presentation. It didn't really gotcha. grab me then, but for people it's... who play that kind of game, it seems like it would be like the kind of epitome of those kinds of games yeah well it's coming out this year so that's cool yeah. we're getting a new character in rainbow six siege i don't think any of us play that game Tikon, have you ever played siege uh i did when it first came out i feel like i have it on something uh it's been a it's been a long time since i played it was a lot of fun though yeah it's still really popular people really love that game yeah um like walls and stuff, they're destructible. You can just breach through, breach through them, doors, windows. Hmm. Um, I know it's come quite a long way since I've played. There's probably a ton more stuff in the game now. 
Um, but I did really enjoy it when I when I did play. Solid. Uh, we're getting new stuff for Trackmania. I've never played Trackmania, but that new stuff is always good. TMNT, the 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 turtles are coming to Brawlhalla, which is their like Smash like game. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> Brawlhalla is like slowly but surely becoming a comparable crossover event to the likes of Fortnite and Smash because there's a shit ton of characters in there. Yeah, you got like, I think uh, as far as video games go, like Hyper Light Drifter is in it. Maybe Shovel Knight, but I know Shovel Knight's in Rivals of Ether, so I don't know yeah, if he's done or both. Or he's in Rivals of Ether too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any other video game characters, but I know they have like Steven Universe now. TMNT. They do. There's like, Damn yeah, it. they have Steven That's Universe crazy. characters. And Ubisoft is giving out like massive prize pools to the Brawlhall tournaments that take place at the same venues as Smash tournaments that are giving out way less money. Like two thousand dollars for the entire tournament for a Smash. Like the winner gets. Yeah, but like, like the Brawl, like the Brawlhalla World Championship was like a million dollars or something. Wow. What? Yeah, like it I was. I don't even nuts. know what this game is. It's it's a Smash clone. There's a, there's a few of those out there. Rivals of Ether looks really cool. We've talked about getting into that. Never have. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the 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 um, its total prize pool is one million dollars, up from five hundred k. Wow! In previous years, that's kind of nutty. Which is like unbelievable numbers for like that the Smash scene has never seen. Yeah, no Smash tournament has ever had that much money. I think uh, the Smash World Tour is like popping off because they have a 250,000 across everything between two yeah. games and like all sorts of different tournaments and it's like that's still not a lot yeah uh watch Dogs legion is getting dlc I, I forgot that that game did that come out last year watch Dogs legion mm-hmm. yeah it did man it I, really that long. yeah i already entirely forgot about like that October. game uh new just dance game they'll never stop making them Nope. Jeff, there's like new stop. funky songs or something. They finally stopped they making it for the week. Hot new tracks. Sure. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting another expansion called The Siege of Paris. It's coming in the summer. Um, you can do the Discovery Tour thing for uh, free if you own Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is the thing they introduced in uh, Origins, right? Where you can just kind of take a tour of the area. It's it's almost like a virtual, uh, like tour, yeah, of the of the actual place because they always do so much research into the developing the locations in these games. And then they said that more expansions are going to be coming later. Yeah, which they stress is something they've never done for an Assassin's Creed game before is support it in multiple years past its launch. Because mm. there's always so, been another one right around the corner. Yeah, so it could be cool. Um, what's Mythic Quest, Andrew? Mythic Quest is an Apple TV exclusive series starring Danny Pudi and oh, the yeah. guy from Always Sunny. And apparently it's really, really good. I've heard uh, it's a good show. But it's on Apple TV, so I can't watch it. Um, at least I don't think Apple TV shows are accessible anywhere else. Because um, I would love to watch that and Ted Lasso. So what's um, this note here that says, wow, Mythic Quest exists? Uh, they showed like a trailer. They like sh- played a clip from the season two of Mythic Quests, it, like in their presentation. Uh, so is this a sarcastic? Wow. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. I thought you. I thought you were implying that. Oh, they're making a game out based on like the show or something. No, it was. It was maybe. Uh, 
I don't know if it's the first, but it's the it might be the first of many instances in all of these presentations where developers just show clips of stuff that have already been out for months, and I'm just like, great, moving on, please. Oh, we'll get there. Um, oh, yeah. So, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, sorry, I skipped one. Werewolves Within. What is, is that's a that's a show? That is a Netflix movie that dropped. Uh, or it's. It, oh, I saw I saw the trailer. It comes for that. out second. What yeah. is it? Uh, I don't know. I guess it, Werewolves like Within a... was a was a Ubisoft property that is getting tr- uh, turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. I think IGN's it's... review of it came out today. It's like a it's a it's a whodunit, but with werewolves. Like one of you is a werewolf. We're gonna find out who it is. So. Okay. But it's kind of yeah. written off as like kind of goofy, so it's like a why uh, a, com- a comedy whodunit werewolf show or movie. Why is Damn, I got excited Ubisoft... for a good wolf werewolf? Uh, why is Ubisoft showing trailers for shows and movies during their? I don't know video game presentation. I don't know, man. Uh, I just gave it a seven. Show. Hmm. Yeah, seven's not bad. Uh, no. They then talked about. Far Cry 6 a bunch. We got uh, some talking head stuff of Giancarlo Esposito, who's the main villain. Apparently, he claimed he wasn't the villain. Uh, and like, yes. But a villain would say that they're not the villain for the most part, yes. if they're a good villain. Uh, yeah. A good villain believes he's in the right. Far Cry 6 season pass, and it's also going to make it so that you can play as the villains from previous Far Cry games. Uh, which Andrew has a note here saying, which is great considering it's first person and you'll never see that you're playing as them. <laughs> but yeah. you'll know. Uh, and you get Far Cry, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon included. Which is pretty cool from what I hear. Yes, it's pretty rad, but it's definitely its own unique weird thing. Uh, and then easily the biggest announcement from Ubisoft's presentation, Mario Rabbids... Uh, what was the f- official name of it? Sparks of Hope. Sp- Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. It is the sequel to Mario plus Rabbids. This was one of my predictions. I think it was one of Adam's predictions too. Yeah, we both we both like we joint predicted this one. There's a rabid oh. Rosalina, <laughs> and it's incredible. She looks very uh, uninterested. They showed a little bit more of this at a later part. I don't know if it was Nintendo's thing or just like putting up new uh, footage. It, it did show up in Nintendo's. I'm a little bit sad because they've, they're they removing the grid-based system and it's like a free-flowing free system. So basically, there's a big circle and the characters can perform whatever actions they want as long as they're still within that circle. And hmm. that was... Uh, when, when I played Gear Tactics last year, that was a big complaint of mine. I don't like when Tactics games end up going free-form like that. Uh, I feel like it takes away a lot of the strategy. Personally, I don't know. I like that the tactics games feel like a chess match, but unfortunate. But I'm still really excited for this overall. Um, they're going to add so many cool new features to it, I think, and it looks really cool. And you're in space, and yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's coming 2022, though, not this year. Next yeah. Year. Which oh, well. uh, which begins oh, the God. the the mega hype of... 2022 looking to be one of the most insane years in video games oh Uh, yeah next year is looking real fun yeah next year is going to be absolutely bonkers um 
so yeah that was it for ubisoft oh uh avatar the video game is coming out in 2022 there's a yeah, video. that was I, an interesting little surprise i didn't watch it um apparently yeah people said it was kind of cool looking i need to go back and actually watch that one it was really cool. cool i was not expecting it at all though yeah, it didn't really show gameplay. It was more of a cinematic trailer, but yeah. supposedly it was captured in the engine, so it looks good. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give Avatar that. It's always been visually appealing, but I feel like the movie Avatar has always been a, like on the extreme side of hit or miss, where everybody I talk to either loves it or hates it. There's no in between. I think it's like it's fine. I don't understand why people would love it. I don't. Yeah. actively hate it i think its visuals were stunning for the time the story is has been told dozens of times it's just pocahontas it's just fern gully it told differently so i don't know why that blows people's minds but yeah it was a visually stunning movie for 2009 is that when it came out 2010 yeah something like that was it 2009 <laughs> yeah it's been a while 10? it was the same year as the hurt locker because the hurt locker won best picture that year and that movie was awesome um <laughs> So yeah, let's move on. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, the the team making this is Ubisoft Massive, which is the same team that's going to make an open world Star Wars game. And apparently, they the people at Disney saw what the Avatar game was coming along like, and that's what made them say, "Okay, you guys can make a Star Wars game." Which they needed okay. proof that it could work first. Yeah, that's cool. That, that makes me feel like okay, maybe there is something to this Avatar game. I don't know. I'm definitely not going to play it uh andrew you wrote here gearbox basically nothing yeah so that's uh, because they basically didn't announce anything okay um gearbox they talked about the borderlands movie they talked about godfall coming to ps4 did they talk about tiny tina's wonderland yes they did but i believe that it already been announced yeah it was announced at jess Keeley's thing but did we get more information or did it show the same trailer um I don't think they showed really anything new on it, no. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, and they announced Homeworld Three is now in production, and they previewed something called Tribes of Midgard. Yeah, uh, that's like a yeah. Viking game or something, right? Something like that. It has to do with the World Tree and stuff. I don't know. Like I said, they basically didn't announce anything in this presentation yeah so that ended up being a common theme here you have uh-huh. you have the two big heavy hitters in xbox and nintendo and i think we're gonna get to those later obviously but i think those were well fleshed out very good well-made presentations and then i feel like ubisoft did pretty decent square enix did okay and then everything else in the middle was like why did you even bother it's, it was crazy. We'll get more into it later once we kind of talk about every uh, more stuff as a whole. But it was mm-hmm. kind of baffling how some of these companies like showed up and said absolutely nothing whatsoever. Yeah, and that's that's the I think the part I was talking about a couple weeks ago where a lot of developers rely on E3's on floor show and the hands on aspect of it because I bet a lot of the developers like Ubisoft, like Capcom, had like you know, hands-on previews and demos for games that we already knew about that would be more, you know, acceptable to be a part of E3 and be supportive of E3 for them. But 
like they still wanted to support E3 coming back, but since it was a digital only thing, they were like, okay, well, let's have a a, a a press conference. But then they had nothing to show because COVID has obviously impacted all of these developers yeah. really hard. So I think uh, their presentations suffered as a result. Yeah, for sure. We'll get into it more in a bit. Um, I don't know where this was announced, but you just have written here, Wizard with a Gun. It's being made uh -huh. by Devolver. Uh, I... I was intrigued by the title of this because I didn't even see it. I just saw that you had written this note here, and I watched it. I have never watched a non... I guess it has some gameplay. I've never watched a trailer before, and knowing nothing about a game, and the trailer made me say, I a thousand percent need to play this game. <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't know. What is it called? It's called Wizard, wizard with, with a Gun. Wizard with exactly a Gun. Exactly what it sounds like. Check yeah. it out. Watch. You're a wizard and you have a gun. It looks like Don't Starve. It's like a comp. Yeah, it's a crazy combination of like you are wizards, but it's a western almost, and then your guns are magical. It's the coolest trailer i love everything about this they all kind of look like uh vivi from final fantasy 9 all these different yeah. wizards yeah it's like the vibe of wizard that they're going where it's like their face is behind a mask or like underneath a hat or something and they just have these big glowing eyes and it's the coolest oh man i'm so excited for this i don't know anything about it it's coming yeah. to the switch it looks fun isn't yeah, it it's, it's, it's coming to switch and p next year switch and PS, pc next year yeah uh wizard my favorite part of that trailer PC. was uh the, the Swamp Wizard, he shoots the two bullets. One's like gas, one's fire, and they combine and explode. Yeah. Um, I, I highly recommend if uh, anyone's watching has no idea what I'm talking about, just go watch the trailer for Wizard with a Gun. It's yeah. so fucking cool. I'm watch very, it right now. I'm very Jeff, the, the other like one game that I highlighted that was that I don't remember where it was announced, but I know it was part of some coverage, but Splitgate. Uh, I'm not it is. It's towards the top of the like, document that it's in. It's like a first-person shooter, but with portals. It's like getting released again. So that came out again. This this has already existed. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Slipgate sounds. Familiar. That's the one that kind of it, really. Like, it's like slightly Halo-ish looking, but you can open it, up. It has portals. Uh, portals. I've played it. Yeah, it's really. Oh, fun. really? It yeah. says it's free for everyone on July twenty-seventh. So I think it was out and like maybe it was out in like alpha or beta or something. I don't know, but it definitely was out earlier this year. Or yeah, this it's, year. it's cross play, cross gen. I've never heard of it before, so I thought it was a new thing. Hmm. It was really cool. I like I only, I only played it a little bit, um, but it's definitely an interesting concept and a lot. Yeah, of fun. I thought it would be right up your guys' alley because it looks like a combination of Halo and Portal. Um, all right, let's move on. So the next thing that happened was Xbox, but I kind of want to save it. I want, I kind of, obviously the two, like I was saying, the two biggest things were Xbox and Nintendo. And I kind of want to just move Xbox to the end with Nintendo and hit everything else first, if that's cool with you sure. guys. I mean, there's really yeah, one, only one other thing. Well, there was, I guess, yeah, that's right. There's one other thing. Uh, well, Square Enix happened. Uh, I feel like some people... This is like 50-50. Some people were like, wow, this is really dumb. Some people were like, this is pretty cool. 
No, I think most people agree that it was pretty dumb. Really? I I feel like it's in the middle. I feel like I haven't I have not seen really anything positive thrown towards Square Enix today. There was or not recently. there just wasn't there's so many big games on the horizon that we just don't know stuff about that we know are going to exist like Final Fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 that just didn't show up. I think that disappointed a lot of people not hearing anything about either of those two games. Uh but as always, it was it was narrated by Matt Mercer. Yeah, uh, Mercer. And the beginning of the show was them showing off Guardians of the Galaxy game. This is me made by um. Oh, what's the studio? Anyone? Does anyone remember? I have no idea. No. Nope. Not Crystal Dynamics. No. Um. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Do 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 do. Someone stall. Um. I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. You guys are the worst. I'm. I, yeah, I, I told you I'm terrible at improving. Adam, you're a DM. <laughs> yes, uh, I am the DM. <laughs> we started, we started it's, playing it's being made by Idas Montreal. That's who it is. Okay. Um. So that's really exciting. They are the people who made Deus Ex Machina and those games. Um. It looks really cool. Yeah. So it's not. It looks like it's not a game as a surface, which is nice. It's gonna be think like Spider Man Miles or just Spider Man PS4, where it's like. It is a focus story uh, about superheroes. You p- specifically play as Star Lord, and you are you're going through the world. Uh, and when you're interacting, like you're fighting people and whatnot, actually you're going through the galaxy. Uh, when you're fighting people, you are doing inputs to tell Gamora, Groot, Rocket, and Drax to do things. So you're like partially controlling you're in full control of star lord the whole time and you're issuing commands to the other guardians so and i was talking to andrew a bit about this i feel like this is a a 50 50 on being really cool and working really well uh or it feeling bad that you're not actually playing as the other guardians um and i feel like visually it has the same issue that the avengers game had where it's like these are almost the mcu characters but not quite it looks a little off yeah they're I mean, a little closer to the comics it's obviously yeah. tough yeah but i think they did a good job in this differentiating them enough from the uh the mcu counterparts like gamora drax specifically really look nothing like or at least different enough yeah. from mcu that i that i don't immediately write it off as a as a broadway version right yeah. whereas the the Avengers game by Crystal Dynamics very much was that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and a lot of people have pointed out that Star Lord looks a lot like Adam Conover. Yeah, with the um, hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, really funny. Uh, so, yeah, I obviously, like, I don't want to, like, be a hypocrite about it because I railed Avengers so much for it, but I'm all, but, like, I'm okay with it, you know, because I understand that you can't just make carbon copies of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's like you want some association so that people who uh, who are fans of the MCU who catch wind of this are like, oh, it's like the MCU characters. But also because if you went like too far away, those people won't necessarily catch on, but you legally can't make them look exactly like the MCU. Yeah, it's a weird, tricky tightrope that they're trying to walk. Uh, yeah. for sure but like adam uh, said just say it's like a different universe version of them like adam said they do have uh similarities to their most recent comic book adaptation 
I like Rocket's little uh, braided beard. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty great. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I thought that was really cool. That's coming out this year, October 26th. I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah, I did not expect that to come out this year. This is one of the first big surprises that we're like, a game we didn't know anything about, and now it's coming this year. Yeah, that's the stuff I like from E3. Like, give me the give me the new stuff. Yeah, we got it's a, always a few more interesting. So that it'll be. I think we have a a pretty decent second half of the year as we kind of fill it out with the rest of the stuff we're going to talk about. That we that we know of. Yeah, there might still be a couple here and there, but I feel like most fall games are announced sometime in the summer at the latest. You know, um, but we'll see what happens. We also then continue on with square enix um honestly guardians was the high of this and it was like a steady downhill for the rest of it oh yeah um final fantasy pixel remaster when they first announced this uh it said the phrase ultimate 2d remasters and for some reason my brain thought 2d hd and i thought they were doing the um the not bravely default. Uh, Octopath. The Octopath style for the original six Final Fantasy games, and I lost my mind. Yeah, that would have been incredible. And that is not what it is. Uh, basically, they're just putting out Final Fantasy one through six again. Holy shit! We got Derek. Derek made it. Welcome, Derek. Maybe. Derek. Derek. Give me, give me a second. Meteor. Is he here? Uh, we'll we'll just keep going until he. Uh... Oh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, buddy. Uh, did you get whatever your situation was situated? Yes, the right. situation was situated. Was it like that time my cat jumped in my toilet filled with my own shit? Uh, comparable. Oh, did it involve the dog? Yeah, it, 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 in that it involved the dog. Did it involve poop? <laughs> No, it did not involve poop. All right. <laughs> um, did you, okay. Well, we'll we'll give you the quick rundown, or, or we'll let you say your piece about anything. Is there anything you want to say about the Netflix geeked, uh, or weekend where they announced all the Netflix shows? Uh, no, I forgot that happened. Okay. What about from the Ubisoft presentation? Anything you wanted to to talk about from that? No. Okay, not even Mario not Rabbids even Mario 2? Mario Rabbids? Oh, I guess, yeah, I forgot that's part of Ubisoft. That I'm looking forward to that. Did you play the first one? Yes. What did you think of it? Uh, I liked it. Okay, cool. It's kind of like a good XCOM light yeah. where you can like turn your brain off, but still also like have to have your brain a little on. Yeah, I loved that game. Uh, Are you going to play the Assassin's Creed Valhalla expansion? Uh, I might, yeah. All right. <laughs> really? Not the answer I expected. Did you watch the trailer for Wizard with a Gun? No, I did not. <laughs> Go watch do, it. Do it right now. Just watch it now. Uh, it and looks then, so good. And then we just talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Is there anything you wanted to say about Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, then I will not be playing it. Really? really? Okay. Yeah. Well, our our general consensus is that we were excited. So uh, why why aren't you going to play it? Uh, it just looks like like it it'll be like meh you think so huh yeah okay like avengers it looks like it's going to be just as meh as avengers you think so wow okay mm. i'm curious to see how that plays out um i think it could be fun i think it will be a solid eight out of ten 
Okay. Uh, we'll see, I guess. We will see. I think I'll wait to play. I won't, I probably won't get a day one. It depends on what I'm playing around that time. If I'm not playing anything, I'll definitely pick it up immediately. But if... As we will quickly discover, October is stacked, so... Yeah, Octo- there's a lot going on in October, so maybe I won't play it immediately, but I would like to play it for the end of the year, at least. Yeah. Um. All right, so we were talking about Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. This is Final Fantasy 1 through 6 getting an ultimate 2D remaster, which, like, they're not even really doing much. Maybe they're just, like, up the current mobile ports, and they're coming yeah. out of Steam and Mobile, and it's not even a package. You have to buy each of them individually. So, like... I was telling to them right before you came, Derek, that I thought they were announcing uh, the Octopath style for Final Fantasies 1 through 6, and I freaked out and got really, really excited. But that's mm-hmm. absolutely not at all what, uh, <laughs> what that they kinda... did. Yeah. Uh, so I went from being insanely excited to being like, wow, this is really disappointing. Uh, they talked a little bit more about Legend of Mana. It's coming June 24th. It's just like they showed a little thing. Be like, oh, yeah, don't forget this is coming out. Uh, Black Panther is coming to Avengers. They showed off a bunch of his stuff. And then uh, we got a mobile game dump after that. Hitman oh, yeah. Snipers The Shadows is coming in 2021. Near Reincarnation, a mobile game. Uh, I don't think that one has a date. Um, <clears throat> then they talked about um, Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier is coming this year. That's the Final Fantasy VII Battle yep. Royale. It's coming to phones. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Mobile games. I yeah. like they People have to play them because they keep making them. And, like, the high-quality mobile games, too. Like, games that, like... The first soldier could just be a PlayStation 4 game. And they're making it a mobile game. So, it's kind of crazy to me how much... How many... How much resources they put into uh mobile games that's it's like the asian market is mobile games yeah that's, that's what i thing. i always forget uh china specifically is huge yeah. huge into mobile games what's that like arena of valor is that that mobile moba yeah i think so and it's like the most played video game uh in the world and none of us know anything about it it's like what about raid shadow legends <laughs> And the crazy thing about in China too, like they get like so many crossover. I'm pretty sure Batman and the Joker are in like their MOBAs, kind of like what wow. Smite's doing, uh, but with like more iconic characters. Um. Anyways, then they talked a bit about Babylon's Fall, which is uh, a new IP from Platinum Games. It's a four-player co-op action game, and it's gonna be coming to the ps5 and uh it looked pretty bad uh i don't know there's nothing about this that made me think oh wow this is a game i have to play did any of you watch the the trailer for it nah i didn't see this i watched i watched it but only because i needed to take notes on it i because i honestly didn't remember that this was already announced game i thought this is like a new thing yeah no this is not a new thing this has been announced for a while it's just like, I don't know, just seems pretty generic. Nothing super special about it. Visually, not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of kind of a letdown. Uh, and then they talked a bunch about Life is Strange. Life is Strange uh, Remastered Collection is coming 
uh, the 30th. That's all of the previous Life is Strange games. I believe it's coming to Switch. I think Allison is excited because... The 30th of what, Jeff? September. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I think that's a game Allison will really like. And then Life is Strange True Colors is coming out September 10th. 2021 we already knew that um i don't think they announced anything new there's an ultimate edition for true colors which is will include the remastered of the previous games so i think you get it slightly cheaper if you buy the ultimate edition as opposed to buying the two separately um i i have life is strange true colors on my fantasy uh bracket so or it's not really a bracket on my fantasy team so I think that game could be a solid. That's my goal. Solid eight out of tens. Um. All right. Here we go. Here's a name for you: Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. This is that uh, rumored slash leaked Soulsborne style game that takes place in the world of Final Fantasy One. Andrew's note here is the name is terrible. Yep. <laughs> um, the 3D action Final Fantasy game featuring Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Andrew thinks the main character looks like Paul Walker. I'm not alone in that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming 2022, and there is a demo currently available. Uh, the, when it initially launched, the file was corrupt for the first 24 hours, and you could not play it. Um, yeah, yeah, Oops. that was pretty botched. Uh, but Derek, you you actually played the demo. You got in there and played it a bit so yes. what are your thoughts on it so far uh so i only played a little bit of it but it's interesting it seems a lot more like um nio than dark souls mm-hmm. right because uh, it's it's gonna be like mission based not it's not like an open world it's it's mission based um there's like level based gear drops um there's skill trees like you don't put any points into stats it's all uh skill trees yeah you're saying there's a job Uh, system right yeah so there's there's like a glimpse of it in the uh in the demo um and i didn't get to the point where you unlock another job but uh what it looked like is i don't it sounds like there's a base starting class and then probably like that's as you go down it it unlocks another job when you get to the end and then from there uh, you, maybe the, that job can then like you start here and then there might be branching paths i don't know i'm kind of interested to see how where they where they go with that because what the thing then does is it gives you like skills and combos to to unlock so it like really like it seems like as you delve into the job you'll have more like combos at your disposal to to work down enemies uh and defeat them okay Um, how did the combat feel very very heavy slow sluggish kind of like you have to be intentional with your attacks kind of yes oh yeah definitely uh i died like three times to very trivial enemies because i was trying to i just like wasn't thinking about how i needed to like time my attacks dodge because like it throws you in with like these little goblin guys and you're like yeah these guys like i should be able to just charge right through these and kill them and then like all of a sudden you're like oh shit wait if i like give them the opportunity to like attack me and do too much damage i will die uh there's also ai that are with you 
Yeah, so, I don't you know. Have, like a party, but present. you don't control them. Yeah, so they also like help you attack things. Kind of like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, and I think they can die. I don't know if oh. what happens when they die, because I died after one of them died. But uh, yeah, so I'm 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 definitely gonna keep my eye on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested. I might end up playing the demo just to get a, a feel for it. When you said yeah. that there was a job system, that excited me. <laughs> what I heard from uh, most people who played the demo is that it's actually pretty fun, even though the trailer was total dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you watch the trailer, you will hear this guy spend about, I don't know how long is the trailer, two minutes? Three, just yeah, two or three Screaming minutes. about how he needs to kill Chaos. Yeah, he says it at least six times. It's insane. He's, I have to kill chaos. It's like, all right, that's all right, cool. The first time you're like, oh wow, that's a cool mission. This guy's gonna kill chaos, and yeah. then third, not even thirty seconds go by. You don't understand. I need to kill chaos. It's like, oh yeah, no. oh no, and that happens like four or five more times. Yeah, um, yeah. So, guys, got to kill chaos in case you didn't. Oh hear. yeah. Um, and then Andrews wrote sizzle reel. Of already existing games, which makes me think they didn't have much left in the tank. So yeah, yeah this was, it was stuff. It was stuff like Final Fantasy VII remake and the uh, an integrator just dropped and the UFO DLC and mm -hmm. like probably I think Marvel's Avengers even. I don't I don't know what else Square Enix does. Yeah. Um. So there's one more presentation before we get to the big two, and this was Capcom. <laughs> And, like, uh, the only thing Andrew has written here is they didn't even try. I don't know if any of the rest of you watched Capcom's presentation, but it was abysmal. It was only about 20 minutes long. They spent the first five minutes talking about Resident Evil 8, and they were talking about it in a way that made it sound like it hadn't released yet. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we're, we know you're all really excited about Resident Evil Village and what it's done what it's going to do for the Resident Evil franchise going forward is the weirdest thing. So they just talked about it for five minutes. And then at the end of that five minutes, just said, and we're working on DLC for it. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. It was the weirdest thing. And then they went on and talked a bunch about Monsters Hunter Stories 2, like a lot, which is yeah. a game we already knew a bunch about. And it's just like, it's, yeah, it's more of that game. And then they showed like like seven or so minutes of uh, the Ace Attorney Chronicles or whatever, the new Ace Attorney collection game that uh, yeah. was originally only released in Japan, which I think I might play. It seems really fun. Herlock Sholmes might be like <laughs> one of the funniest things I've <laughs> heard in great. a very long time. Yeah, I like I had a I had on the Capcom presentation in the background, but my buddy and I were were like kind of listening to it, and we both heard Herlock Sholmes. We turned to each other and just go Herlock Sholmes. It was pretty fantastic. It's so uh, funny. And then they rounded out their presentation talking about. Street Fighter Five esports for about I don't know six or seven minutes. It's just like oh, yeah. this presentation did not need to happen. You could have stuck Monster Hunter Stories Two in uh, and Ace Attorney in Nintendo's presentation and just that was it. <laughs> maybe yeah. just say at some other random thing, maybe like Xbox or something. Oh yeah, and we're working on Resident Evil D DLC. It was pretty abysmal, and th mm -hmm. this kind of sums up where it's like everyone that wasn't nintendo and xbox is like a large majority of them is like okay you had one maybe two announcements in here just divvy them up to other people and don't even bother because like you're just embarrassing yourselves and wasting people's times it was yeah it was a weird vibe from everybody it's weird too because as we'll see in a little bit 
there are a lot of games that were shown in things like Ubisoft and Square Enix that just appeared in other conferences anyway. That's true. Because, yeah, it, like Monster Hunter mm-hmm. Stories did appear in Nintendo's thing, I'm pretty sure, right? Um, yeah. Did it? Yep. I think it did. Yeah, it did. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's you, then, have, you have a note right here. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, so there it is. it's like, why did Capcom even bother? I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, Mar- Monster Hunter and Mario Rabbit showed up in Nintendo, and Far Cry Six showed up in Xbox. Yeah, so uh, it was a weird thing. But like, I was talking to Andrew a bit about this, and for me, E3 was always Xbox's conference, Sony's conference, Nintendo's conference, and Bethesda. And, like, maybe Square Enix would have one or two cool things. And then all the other ones were, like, not important. And, like, a lot of them didn't even have anything. Because, like you were saying, Andrew, they would just be on the show floor and showing off games. They didn't have to have a presentation. So, like, E3, the big conferences, you should just be the big three and maybe one or two other ones. Um, So, it definitely was a weird year overall for the vibe of E3. Um, Mm -hmm. But let's move on to one of the two big ones let's talk about xbox um xbox people seem to agree all agree that they fucking killed it and this might be a lot this might be xbox's greatest e3 conference ever or up there in contention for they did a lot of really cool things here um okay they open up the show with todd howard being like starfield (laughs) Israel, it's happening. It's an Xbox exclusive, and it's coming 2022. Um, uh, day one Game Pass. Yeah, and that's another it's thing. Crazy. Day one Game Pass, which we knew was going to be a thing. Basically, everything Bethesda makes going forward is going to be day one Game Pass. Uh, and that was that's the other crazy thing about this press conference is I think all but three of the things they talk about here are day one Game Pass. Which yeah. is oh, Xbox. I love it. <laughs> um, so it's coming November 11th, 2022. I have put in a request to drop it in my fantasy team. <laughs> um, uh, I think this this E3 did a lot for our fantasy. And I'm curious to see how things play out Saturday at 8 o'clock when uh, bids go through. That's going to be fun to see uh, how people play it. This is really the this is really the first instance of like things getting announced where we're probably all clamoring at the same time yeah, to do things to get a couple things yeah for sure Tcon finally put in drop requests for these three games that aren't coming out leaving him with three games uh, one of which probably also isn't coming out this year <laughs> um, but anyways what are our thoughts on Starfield? It's, oh, I'm super excited! I can't wait. Space Skyrim. Did they not? They didn't show any actual gameplay, right? Doesn't matter. No, I can't wait. It was in. Yeah. En- it was in engine, uh, but it was kind of more so just yeah. a teaser trailer. Um, I'm gonna echo the internet again and say that that was the best looking sandwich in any video game I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I think the thing that surprised me the most about Starfield is it's not like a a sci-fi game. It is based in traditional earth science like it is like 20 i don't know 100 years in the future but it's basically just our natural evolution it's not like all weird fancy technologies i think that surprised me the most about it mm-hmm. um like i think you are just an astronaut from earth no i think so yeah or like one of the last astronauts of yeah right? some yeah it's it's interesting they're going for a much some more organization 
much more realistic approach and i was expecting like a, a a high fantasy like making up all these crazy alien races and weird languages which like that might still be in there but it's more grounded in realism than i thought it was going to be it, yeah i think it says here it's 300 ish years um but they literally said like they planned out what like what would have to happen in 20 2040 to like get us to this next point with like so it seems like they're like really trying to base it off like where we are now like you're saying jeff yeah Yeah, they said they like did it like every 10 like they planned something out like every 10 years or whatever yeah yeah i think that's gonna be really really cool i'm excited about that um i'm assuming everyone else well i know derek tikon adam you're all pretty excited about it andrew you you've never been one to uh you've never been a fan of the bethesda games or you've never even tried to get into them uh so what are your thoughts based on the little bit that we've seen so far um i guess they haven't evolved much past it's skyrim in space i guess that's true you know so i'll have to wait until i see more gameplay until i see more impressions uh i will likely be more inclined to play it because of the podcast uh seeing as this is the first new Bethesda game of this style since we've started it. Well, since um, uh, Fallout 4. Since Fallout 4, yeah. 2015? And, yeah, nothing about Fallout ever really intrigued me, and Cyberpunk seemed to be the most, uh, you know, like in its game design to, to Fallout. So judging on my opinions from uh, Cyberpunk, I didn't think I would enjoy Fallout even more than I already did. It's different there's i know it's i know systems. it's different yeah. but it's like it's i feel like i dislike cyberpunk for the a lot of the same reasons i would dislike fallout so i um, guess that's fair i don't know i'm pretty sure i have fallout 4 for playstation for free so by all means i can go and try it if i wanted yeah i mean <laughs> i am someone who dislikes cyberpunk but also really like fallout 4 and skyrim so yes um yeah i'm a thousand percent ready for this game. yeah but I'm, I'm pumped it's but starfield is coming to date to date game pass, game pass. day one game so pass. i likely will play it uh all right stalker to heart of chernobyl it's a first person shooter that takes place in chernobyl um that sounds interesting it's coming in 2022 coming to game pass day one i didn't actually see this trailer so as the xbox press conference was happening i was uh i was working i was doing some film work uh so i only was able to check in every once in a while with it so i didn't see this trailer i'm watching it right now okay you're the first person (laughs) shooter guy what is what do you think and andrew you watched it so what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts here uh it seems like Uh, a pretty cool you know idea like uh, i don't remember any really any of the specifics of it other than that it takes place in chernobyl and chernobyl is a pretty interesting setting for a video game that i don't think we've seen really done many times Mm. um so i'm pretty excited for it the the one thing i the one thing i noticed for the in the trailer is that they didn't there wasn't any english which is good because i like it when games you know stay true to their settings and don't anglicize everything and have everybody either talk in actual English accents or, or American accents, um, or you know, I guess slightly more passable than that. 
uh, English with uh, an accent that is local to the area. Mm. Um, but all of the all of the dialogue in that game seemed to be in Russian, which I thought was was good. Cool. Wow. Yeah, this actually looks really cool. So uh, you can game attach pass. different weapon attachments on the fly. Like he he was walking up to a place and he threw a suppressor on his MP5. There was another one. He put an ACOG on his gun. There looks like there's going to be like uh, like uh, radiated zones and like different monsters that look like they're all mutated. Hmm. And then there's some like mystical force that's happening too. I don't know what that was. I only got like two minutes in, but it looks really cool. Cool. Well, then you'll have to report back to us in on April 28th, 2022. Uh, This next thing blew my fucking mind. Back for blood is going to be day one game pass. Here we go. Yeah. I, I oh, can't God. believe that either. They had never hinted at that whatsoever at any point. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, we'll take it. By the way, you don't have to pay for this if you have Game Pass. Uh, and they showed off some PvP stuff. Um, apparently, the PvP for this is going to be a little bit different than it is for Left 4 Dead. Instead of like trying to get through a level, it's about how long you can survive against the, oh. the enemies. And apparently, okay. something right. about a shrinking zone. Uh, and so like you end up getting like trapped and cornered i didn't Wait, watch so it's a battle royale no because it's still just the 4v4 still, i think it's 4v4 still um so i i didn't get to look into it as much as i wanted to but again so it's a two-team battle royale <laughs> i'm incredibly excited for back for blood playing through the entire campaign with you guys is going to be incredible and then oh, yeah. the pvp mode's fun i it's going to be it's going to be even more interesting than left for dead because i don't know if you saw the character trailers but there are characters who all have special abilities like, there's one character that can pick up people off the ground twice as fast. There's one character that can heal for twice as much. There's one that runs, like, way faster than everyone else. There's one who, uh, there's, like, a sp- range specialist. There's, like, a melee specialist. Uh, and then on top of that, there's the card system, cause so you can build play styles around that. I'm incredibly excited for Back for Blood. I think it's You can, be, like, yeah. upgrade your so guns good. and stuff, too. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. It's very much, they, they basically, like, gamified left for dead yeah in that uh, left for dead was a was a real still a really fun you know use of the of the source engine but uh back for blood is that with more gameplay concepts layered on top of it yeah it's really really cool i'm excited uh contraband andrew what is this a co-op open world game yeah i don't know anything about it yeah i don't either all it was was I like don't, a, I don't a think they showed any cinematic gameplay. trailer i think right oh, yeah it? yeah okay. yeah it's coming to game pass Cool. Yeah, it's made by uh, Avalanche, who did or Eco Terrorists. Uh, what who they did? Final Fantasy. Oh, they they made the Just Cause games, and then they made um Mad the Mad Max game. Oh, I uh, people like the Mad Max game. Yeah. Um, this next one is really cool and surprising. Yeah, Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life. Uh, Sea of Thieves oh, is getting yeah. a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover for free. It's coming. It's, uh, it's coming in a week. Yeah, like Jack Sparrow is out and about in the in, in Sea of Thieves, which is just really cool. And like, uh, he's and, the uh, pirate. Davey, Super Davey fun Jones. Is Davy yeah. Jones the tentacle face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a thing of him playing his organ, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just a cool, fun, free thing. Gotta love when they do stuff like that. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon's coming to Game Pass, so anyone who hasn't it's gotten the chance to play now. it. Yeah, it's already out. 
Uh, so anyone who hasn't gotten a chance to play it, uh, go play that game because it's really uh, cool. That means you guys. <laughs> Derek, did you end up playing like a dragon? No. Oh well. No, now remember you, you started with zero. Now I can get it for free. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 2042 got some gameplay. Tcon. Oh my god. What do you think? Oh dear God, I can't wait. I've yeah. been on a huge like Battlefield kick lately. I've been playing Battlefield Four with uh, mm. my cousins, and Matt. I think Matt played once. That was his first time ever playing Battlefield, and it was probably the worst map ever for him to play on. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't wait. Uh, so I I was listening to uh, your podcast, the podcast from what like two weeks ago, because last week was the E three. Last week was Jeff Keeley. Yeah. So. Um, I am all for going near future. I'm kind of getting burnt out on like World War One, World War Two, and I think this will be great because they're not going like super futuristic. Uh, it's only 21 20 years. years in the future now, so I think it'll have like, yeah, vehicles will be somewhat like upgraded, like the the Ospreys that they had looked slightly upgraded i think uh, like the sights and the the hood will be slightly upgraded but i don't think it'll be anything like too crazy like jet packs and all this other crazy stuff um wingsuits uh i can't wait for that the maps are supposed to be insanely huge uh, to support the 128 players i don't know i i'm extremely hyped i already pre-ordered the game uh so notably this is the first game that they didn't announce was coming to game pass do we think that's going to change at some point so i i don't know because ea it's on the ea pro pass uh well i know the ea all the ea games came to game pass as well correct not all because or you can if you have ultimate you get like the standard edition of the EA play but then there's still the like one that's like an extra $10 for EA play pro which uh, 2042 will be on there for free if you have the EA play through ultimate you just get uh like 10% off uh i think you can play it earlier so you get maybe, some extra benefits. Maybe it'll be on Game Pass down the line, but maybe not at launch. Yeah, probably not. So I just bought it because I can't wait to play that game. <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, we then learned a little bit more about 12 Minutes. This is also coming to Game Pass. It's coming out August 19th. Um, I'm, I think this game could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying not <laughs> to look very much into it because I think it seems like one of those games kind of like... Uh, outer wilds where it's best to not know anything about it going in yeah well it's the uh, same thing as outer wilds where it's a time loop yes on a 12 minute cycle surprise yes. well i thought outer yeah. wilds is 20 minutes 21 minutes no well, yeah but it's uh, it's, I see yes outer it's wilds like is fixed. 22 minutes but it's yeah it's a very short amount of time yeah um so yeah i'm excited about this i'm probably gonna play it when it comes out daisy ridley mm-hmm. willem dafoe uh james mcavoy james mcavoy so that'll be exciting. Pretty heavy, heavy hitting Psychonauts 2 is coming out August 25th. Coming to Game Pass day one. Um, I've never played the original Psychonauts. I know, Derek, you recently mentioned we should play it for the book club. Um, yeah, it's like a classic cult classic. Yeah. I feel like. Have you played it before? Uh, I have 
played it but never completed it. Okay. Um, it's like your typical game from that period. I would like it's like a half uh, action platformer, half also kind of third person like shooter. It's not really a third person shooter. It's just yeah. like all your power. You know, it's a third person perspective, and your powers are kind of like what you know, whatever. But yeah, it's like definitely in the vein of like Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank, like all those, those popular platformers from that period. I miss so. Jack and Daxter. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jack and Daxter come back at some point. Um, Isn't that a Naughty Dog property? Yeah. It is. Never mind. They're working on Last of Us Forever. Yep. Um, so more Bethesda games are coming to Game Pass. Doom Eternal is getting a next-gen upgrade. We got some information on Fallout 76 and the Elder Scrolls Online. So a couple cool things there for the fans of those service games and for the few Bethesda games that weren't on Game Pass yet. Uh, Party Animals coming 2022. Andrew's note here is it's like Human Fall Flat meets Fall Guys meets Gang Beast, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it like it looked like one of those you know very typical party games where the physics are wonky and there's like the animations of your characters are very like like dizzy and teetery and you're running around and hitting the crap out of each other with you're all animals i don't know it looked weird i don't i don't get it quite yet hmm yeah i don't know it's coming to game pass so if it comes out and people are like this is the new fall guys you have to play this everyone has to play this we can all just try it because game pass god i love game pass Hades is coming to Game Pass on August 13th. Did they say Game Pass? Yeah, I'm pretty confident they said Game Pass. No? I don't remember. Am I dumb? That's why I'm I that's double that, check. That's why I wrote down that it only that it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, it's definitively coming to Xbox. Uh yep. It is coming to Game Pass. Well then sweet. Yeah, which is pretty nuts. So that is like one of the best games of last year, one of the best roguelikes ever made. So if you haven't played Hades yet and you have Game Pass, absolutely play it. Um, Andrew says Somerville is definitely a video game. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, Tikon, here we go. Let's talk about Halo. Oh, my yeah. God. Halo yes. is easily the most hyped game right now. Uh, so we got like a little bit of a cinematic trailer for the multiplayer or for the single player. Uh, but then they did a big dive into the multiplayer. And then I think it was the following day. They like did even more about the multiplayer. Um, there's a grappling hook, which I believe is probably an armor ability. I think you have to choose that over other things. And like, it is just like, it's like they went back so there's Halo 5, 4, Reach. They went all the way back to Halo 3, which I personally believe is Halo at its absolute best. And then, like, are taking a separate branching path. It's like, okay, what if we this was the sequel to Halo 3? And it's just, like, a little bit... It's, like, Halo 3 at its core, and then they just added a couple new things. Like, okay, we like the idea of armor abilities like we did in Reach, but we think we didn't nail it. So now let's, like, have this different grouping of abilities. But it's all about, like... They got rid of loadouts. Everybody spawns on the map with their pistol and an assault rifle. I don't know if those are the weapons, but you get the idea. And then it's all about controlling power weapons and controlling certain points of the map. And, like, 
just quality of life updates. Like you can pick up an overshield and it doesn't turn on immediately. You can choose yeah, when to turn on the overshield. So but awesome. If you get killed before you activate it, then someone can pick it up off your dead body and then they have the overshield and just like it just seems like they're they're nailing it. This seems like it's hey, going to weapon, be the best Halo uh, like, multiplayer in over well over a decade. Um they're going to be vehicles and power weapons that get dropped off by like pelicans and shit too. And there's like an play. announcer that is telling you about like okay, this power weapon is coming in. Okay, this this vehicle is coming in. And apparently the customization in this game is going to be absolutely bonkers, not only based on like visuals of your Spartan, but you get uh, gun customization. You can every Spartan, your multiplayer Spartan, has its own AI, akin uh, to Cortana, so cool. and you can customize how they look and how they sound. So that like they're the ones giving you notifications about drops coming in. So that's going to be super cool. Uh, there are no elites. We've we've already uh, established before. <laughs> Fuck elites. <laughs> Um, because they are the absolute worst. It showed some pretty bonkers gameplay. Uh, one thing that like made me think, like, oh man, this is top tier Halo Three stuff. Is where uh, the guy throws a grenade, uh, and it blows up the sword, and the sword comes flying at him, and he catches it, and then slices the dude. Uh I love how you can uh, you can throw the fusion coils at people now too. Yeah, uh, you can you can grapple onto someone and like drag yourself to them. Mm-hmm. So um, it looks pretty insane. I'm never-ending battle passes too. Yeah, so they're going to come out with battle passes, but once you buy the battle pass, you don't have to worry about expiring. You have it forever. The only thing is, like, say you have two battle passes, you have to choose which one your your points are going towards. Right, so, yeah. So you can look ahead at all the rewards and be like, okay, I want to finish this one first because I like the stuff in it better. And then once you complete that, you just start putting your points into the next one. <laughs> so that'll be super cool. I'm excited about that. The multiplayer is definitively free to play. Um, So I don't know. I think this could be like the biggest thing to Halo since Halo 2 Online, you know? I think they're also going to bring back, like, remember how you had to do the special achievements for the Hayabusa armor? Yeah, stuff like that. They said something about that for the samurai armor, and I think other armor is going forward. Yeah, you have to, like... They have some, like, cool, crazy shit you got to do. There are certain Mm -hmm. things you you have to earn instead of just, like, buying or spending points to get, which is always, like, the story of the recon armor is, like, the coolest thing from Mm -hmm. back when we played Halo 3 and whatnot. The one caveat here... Is it just says holiday twenty twenty one? There isn't a definitive release date still, which makes uh, they're me... probably avoiding that on purpose. They don't yeah. want to. Uh, I they which, could which which holiday? Fourth <laughs> <laughs> of July. Could, uh. <laughs> they could push it to twenty twenty two. I this like, it's definitely possible. It it makes me think that they're saying holiday. 2021 because they want to make sure the campaign and multiplayer can release at the same time mm-hmm. but i bet if multiplayer needed to be delayed they would probably just delay it and release uh release the campaign first the, ca- the campaign yeah i could see that it's it's definitely a intentional move to not give a, a date i think we're going to see a lot more of that going forward we don't want to see i don't think people want to do the cyberpunk thing where like they had a date, and then they had three more dates. Of them. Yeah. We, yeah, you exactly. also know, like, we're gonna have like 
three more big deep dives into Halo from now until like the end of the year. So there's prob they're probably gonna announce the, the date by the end of the summer. Yeah, it just keeps the hype train rolling a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's pretty cool. I'm incredibly excited for Halo Infinite. Um all right. We're getting Diablo two resurrected. It's getting the next gen treatment, eight player co opt. Um and it's coming out September twenty third. Derek, you're a Diablo fan, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I might pick it up. I played a little bit of Diablo 2. That was like the first Diablo I ever played. Um, but it's also like... I know people who like Diablo are like... Love Diablo 2. And like it's the you know They say it's the best game in the series. Um, I don't think I have that much of a like... Love for it. I would much rather, I think, play Diablo 4, which seems like it's not coming out till maybe end of next year. Hmm. So I might pick it up. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. Okay. Um, I feel like we're at the point in the Xbox presentation where it starts to go, like, it cools down a bit for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. Andrew has a note here that just says there's rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming 2022 to Game Pass. We got some more info on Fry Cry 6, but nothing really spectacular. Slime Rancher 2, console Slime exclusive, Rancher. coming to Game Pass day one. Um, that Yeah, new Slime Rancher game. Adam, do you have affinity for Slime Rancher? Uh, I've seen my buddy play it before. It's just, it's wholesome. It's, you go around, you collect the slimes, you feed them stuff. It's, I don't know, it's... Yeah, I can't say more than it's just like a wholesome game and you know a sequel's kinda cool. Alright, alright. Uh Shredders. It's not a Ninja Turtle game. This is like a snowboarding game. Haven't had a good snowboarding game in a long time, so I know the people who like those are very excited about this. Atomic Heart. Uh Andrew, you just said game looks absolutely balls wild. Yeah. There was like so I believe there was some mutated stuff in the in the stalker trailer but this one there was just like a ridiculous amount of just wild shit that it's like like uh lovecraftian almost you know just like really grotesque mutant mutated stuff uh it, it was nuts and the trailer was playing holding out for a hero i'm pretty sure but in russian which was incredible that's kind of cool um so is this something you're actually excited for and interested in playing i am gonna keep an eye on it yeah Okay. Watching the trailer right now. Cool. Uh, then we got uh, a trailer for something called Replaced. Uh, the visual styles on this game was kind of nuts. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for this. Um, it It's like a 2D action game. It almost looks like Symphony of the Night style. Like hot. Modern day Symphony of the Night animations. It's like super cool pixelated animations. Um, I would I would recommend looking at the trailer for it. It's a side-scrolling steampunk action game with high res yet retro graphics. It's coming in 2022. What's um, it called again? It's called Replaced. Yeah, the graphics are really really cool. I like what it's doing. It gives me like Octopath vibes of like 2D HD kind of thing, but for a 2D side scroller. So yeah, that one was really cool. I was excited about that. Um, 
grounded shroom and doom update derek remember that one time we said we were gonna play grounded yeah and we, then we never did we never did <laughs> i probably never will um andrew why is there just a note here that says sus uh among us oh is this where the among us stuff was yeah this is where the xbox talked about the new among us update okay yeah we're, i think we talked about that at jeff Keeley's thing too right yeah that's where uh, they revealed it right the 15 player whatever yeah 15 player new roles and Which, whatnot yeah the 15 player and new colors are out right now nice mm-hmm. uh Yuden Chronicles 100 Heroes and Yuden Chronicles Rising. Andrew, you said, holy cow. What's it? What? What's this? Uh, oh, it's that's the um, that's like the new HD 2D like game, or uh, like, yeah, it looks yeah. like that, but it's not made by Square. But it's like a JRPG, but it also like has a persona flair to it, you know, but it's like a there's two versions of it. I don't remember a lot about it, but it looked really cool, like visually. Hmm. You know, like it was it was HD2D, but like with a little bit extra spice sprinkled on top. It's you know, like there was a little bit of extra visual. Yeah, uh, it's like almost visual flair. Chibi HD2D. Dude, yeah. I'm so happy that games are starting to look like this. This is such mm-hmm. a cool concept to me. I see what you um, mean by. HD 2D or 2D HD. Now. Yeah, well, that's well, what that's they what replaced. The, that's what they've dubbed it. Yeah, that's they named the Octopath style that, and that's what Project Triangle Strategy is also going to be. Um, it's cool to see JRPGs coming to uh, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Is this a Game Pass game? Um, yes. Okay, then I will probably play it because it looks really cool. Uh, and then we got the ascent. You just wrote maybe a tactics game. Yeah, uh, I did not. I didn't it's a know twin what stick that was. shooter. Yeah, We've I didn't know anything it, like, about it. Ten times now, yeah, I think. I was gonna say I don't think this is a new one. This like yeah, like you said, Jeff. This like middle part of the presentation is kind of where I like mentally wasn't as into everything, so yeah. I probably oh, I misread this. a lot of stuff. <laughs> Understandable. Um. Age of Empires 4, we got some new stuff. They uh, Apparently, this next one was really, really cool. Not apparently. It was really, really cool. It kind of came out of nowhere, too. Uh, Outer Worlds 2. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, everyone really liked this trailer. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually watch it. Uh, they said it was really funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was like a cinematic trailer that all the commentary was making fun of cinematic trailers. That's good. Yeah. They were okay. like, and now we're going to add a lens flare to make it seem more drastic. Okay. You know? I, yeah. I was watching it uh, without audio. So I was oh, like, I don't understand why people think this audio. is funny. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll make sure I go back and do that then. Um, yeah. Microsoft Site Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator. Now with Top Gun DLC. Let's go. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Uh, they just started playing like the new Top Gun theme from the new movie, mm-hmm. and then there's like the Jets, and I was like, oh, um, it's coming that, to Series S and X. Uh, they, it's, I don't know if it has a release date yet. It might be July 4th or something like that. Um, then we got Horizon Forza Horizon Five. Derek, what do you got to say about that? Uh, it just looks uh very gorgeous. It does look. Yeah, oh, yeah Tikan, you're a car game guy too. Do, do you guys know? Yeah. 
Did you know Forza Horizon 5 won the most anticipated game of show, but there was no fan vote? Interesting. Hmm. Who voted? Uh, like media outlets, like IGN and the like. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Weird that a car game was the most anticipated game. There are like yeah. at least four things I would put above that. But there's at least uh, ten. There's things at least I would ten put. things I would put above it. Um. Uh, and then lastly was Redfall. This is the game that Arcane Studios has been working on. It's coming out summer twenty two, tw- summer twenty twenty two, and it's a vampire battle royale. I don't know where you got. I don't think it's a battle royale. Yeah, I think it's it's a first person shooter. Oh, okay. Yeah, very least. Okay, I don't know vampires. where I heard uh, battle royale from. I mean, it's interesting. It looks pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but fucking vampires, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love them vampires. It does look really cool. I like its style a lot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this will be a fun game to play. Uh, and that was the end of the Xbox showcase. So, what did we think of it overall? That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they, they, they pretty much nailed it. Yeah, I you think... Know? uh. Yeah coming out and having all but three of the things they announced coming to game pass day one is insane especially things that you didn't expect like back for blood uh being out there coming to game pass uh was really incredible Mm -hmm. um the list of games is like so exciting and the amount of exclusives that we're getting like we got starfield coming in the future which is gonna be exclusive you got psychonauts you got 12 minutes um also, Hades is something that's randomly coming to Game Pass, and like a dragon that's coming to Game Pass. It's like, yeah, holy, yeah. holy shit. Um, and it's like, just the sheer amount of games that they announced in this, too, is yeah. pretty pretty nuts. you know. And I think part of that is because of Bethesda being tagged on, because they have the added benefit of just being able to slot those games into, their, into Xbox's show, but... You know, regardless, I know, Jeff, you said that the number of games not coming to Game Pass is only three, but what we didn't mention is that that's like 27 out of 30 games that they announced in this trade in this presentation. Yeah, it, so it is right. Just the fact that they had so much and so and so much of it was new stuff too. Even if not all of the games resonated with me personally, I can at least appreciate that a lot of it is new stuff. You know, like I don't know anything about Atomic Heart or Plague Tale or or Shredders or Replaced, but it's all like new, interesting concepts that we've that we haven't heard about. You know. Yeah, um, it's it's really cool to see Xbox like being out there killing it again. Um, we've said it several times that Game Pass is it's like if you like video games, you have to have Game Pass at this point. It's just too much of an insane value to not be a part of, and that's what Xbox wants. They Adam, just, they just want you to be subscribed yep. to Game mm-hmm. Pass, and they're like giving you all <laughs> it's of the reasons me. to do I'll- it. Um, I yeah. thought we convinced you months ago. Yeah, but I'm cheap, and I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> All right, you know what else is cheap? Xbox Game Pass. So, <laughs> you know, he got me there. Yeah, buy uh, two less coffees a month, and you can pay for Game Pass. Fair um, enough. all right, let's move on to the final presentation that was on Tuesday morning. Can I pee first? Uh, Yeah, I guess we'll take a break. Uh, We've been going for an hour and a half at this point. So, yeah, let's take a a quick break. And then when we come back, we can talk about 
Nintendo. Nintendo. have returned and now our bladders are empty and we can efficiently talk about the nintendo e3 direct for 2021 we started off strong we got the announcement of the new super smash brothers character it's kazuya from tekken and the trailer was actually pretty incredible yeah it was pretty um, great was it really a good reveal he, yeah he uh is a great reveal he so in the Tekken games, Kazuya is Heihachi's son, and like he like there's this thing where he throws, uh, I think he throws Heihachi into a volcano. So the the trailer opens with this like mysterious figure carrying a dead Ganondorf body, and then he climbs up to the top of a mountain and throws Ganondorf into a volcano. Um, and then it was like, oh, it's Kazuya. Uh, and then later in the trailer, he, it just like is a, a super cut of him just throwing other Smash Bros. characters into a volcano. <laughs> it was pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Um, yeah, I was, and right then now. yeah, and then at the end of the trailer, he throws Kirby in, but since Kirby is immortal and all powerful, Kirby just <laughs> floats back up after a few seconds. It's pretty great. Um, I was a little bit bummed about this announcement at first. My prediction uh, during our prediction episode was that the Smash character was going to be disappointing. I just I don't like having the Shotos or just like fighting game characters in Smash. They play entirely differently, and just like they, when they were showing him off, he has like. I don't know, 30 attacks, which are all going to be like input based. I saw someone be like, okay, I'm going to have to buy a fight stick to play this character in Smash Bros. <laughs> it's just because like, of like how input heavy he's going to be as opposed to just traditional Smash controls. Uh, but I guess like I'm slowly warming up to it. Um, he uh, He's getting a full presentation on June 28th on like the breakdown of what everything he's going to do. Uh, and we only got the one Smash character. There wasn't two. Uh, so that means later down the line, we'll get the final Smash, the supposed final character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And with this character, I have officially mathematically won the Smash DLC bet that I had with Jeff. Yep. I gave him nice. points. He had Heihachi on his list, and I felt like, you know, Kazuya is basically Heihachi. So I gave him that point. Yeah. So therefore. But- he officially wins. Even even if neither of us got this point, I would have won anyway, since there was only one left and I had three points already. Yes. So you'd already uh, had way more points than me. Um, so it was impossible for me to win. But if Master Chief is the last character, I still get then a Then you get a Calzone, at least. Um, uh, let's see. Then they went and talked about Life is Strange Remastered and True Colors which is coming to the Switch. We had already gotten that announcement in Square Enix. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is also announced in Square Enix, is coming to the Switch, but it is a streaming game only, and it's going to be much lower resolution, so just don't play it on your Switch. But it's kind of <laughs> cool that it's coming there, I mm, guess. Didn't expect it. Yeah, me either. Uh, Worms Rumble. This is a new Worms game. I've always wanted to it's play it. It's actually game. the Worms game that was on PlayStation Plus like three months ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, never mind. I own this Worms game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then we got Astria Ascending, which is this really weird looking JRPG. I don't know, man. It did not. I love JRPGs. And this did not do anything for me. Yeah, there's a lot of JRPGs nowadays that fall into the like generalized fantastical setting category that just I put in a pile of do not touch. 
and this is one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's super weird looking. I don't think it's the first time we've seen it too. I think this was just an update. Um, but then they talked about Two Point Campus, which uh, is basically a Sims game. There have been other Two Point games. I know Two Point Hospital was a game, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and it's basically like it's like a Sims game, but in that very specific location. So like Sims, but in a hospital, and now Sims, but on a college campus. Um, it's like you build out the campus, you create people to live in there and whatnot. And yeah, this is another game that I think Allison could be interested in. So we'll see if she wants upon to play that. Uh, and then they announced Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Yeah, baby. But this is an HD, really? <laughs> an HD yeah. remaster collection of the original Monkey Ball games. And it's coming out on October 5th. I've actually never played a Monkey Ball game. So this wasn't... I used to play them. Yeah, I've, I've played them once oh, or twice. Man. It's actually like the perfect game for the Switch. Is it? I've only played the arcade version in Dave and & Buster's. And I was really bad at that one. But I've always wanted to play the old ones. My brothers like, and I, we used to play it all the time. On, um, I... I'm just imagining playing it with like the gyroscope controls, like like some of the puzzles in Breath of the Wild. Hmm. So, so is the consensus here that this is awesome and you're all gonna play it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, right. I can probably it depends. Get my brothers to play too because it comes out in the beginning of October, which is a very very uh, tight month. window right now. Yeah. Uh, so our next two things that we're gonna talk about also come out in October. Uh, this next one was a big surprise for me, and and I'm fucking incredibly oh, excited. If... Mario Party Superstars. So, yes. we all know that Mario Super Mario Party for the Switch was kind of a bland, uninteresting, disappointing game. We it was we the best Mario it. Party since Mario Party Eight, notably. But However, still not great. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting Super Mario Party Superstars, which is a collection of five boards from the n64 mario parties and a hundred mini games from them as well uh and it's just like we were andrew and i were watching this together and we were just pointing at the screen being like oh that man oh no way they have the hexagon oh the one where you have to not get stung by the bees uh it was like oh man they were showing some of my all-time favorite yeah uh, they've got some of the classics if bumper balls isn't in it i will riot so this is an HD remaster. They're adding some new stuff. Uh, I know, notably, excitingly for me, Rosalina is going to be a playable character. Yeah. Uh, that time. There is online play, so you could just like play with your friends. Uh, or like, get random. You, you don't people. have to. You yeah. could also do a matchmaking and play with random people, which is the most insane thing you could possibly do. But um, yeah, this is really exciting. This is going to be the first yeah. like truly incredible Mario Party experience since maybe the early GameCube days. Yeah, because yeah, that was kind this... of a problem about it. Sorry, you go, Andrew. Oh, I was going to say, if this takes off you know, well enough and Nintendo does, doesn't Nintendo it, uh, if that makes sense, then there's nothing really stopping them from just adding more boards and minigames to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be happy if they end up like adding to this and expanding on it. It would make up for the fact that they didn't expand Super <laughs> Mario Party because Super Mario Party wasn't a good a great game to begin with whereas this inherently looks like it's just naturally going to be a good game. So why not add stuff of to Of course it's good naturally going to be a good game because it's just Mario Party again. Yeah. But like the true one Mario Party. Yeah. Get ready to buy Mario Party Superstars 2, Jeff. No. Just... You know I will. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Like I feel like all the old Mario Party games were 
just more original and more clever with their design. Yeah. Like, with like the more recent ones, they're just too. I don't even know. I don't even know how to call it. Well, I mean, once you get past like four and a little less with five, but like from then on, every Mario Party has a gimmick, right? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like when things like need to rely on a gimmick. Yeah. So the N64 ones and uh, the first couple GameCube ones, I think, are are where I draw the line. I played around, oddly enough, of Mario Party Six uh, this last weekend. Uh, and I was like, you fuckers step to me in, in Mario Party 2. Like, <laughs> come at me. Uh, I can't wait. I think this is, this is one of those things where we're all going to have to get together and play a couple rounds of Mario Party and just have a, oh, yeah. a grand old time. I can get my sister. Like Mario Party and Mario Kart are one of the few things I can get my sister to play. There we go. Yeah. She absolutely loves them. So uh, so the we... They said that there's nothing new, no new progress to announce about Metroid Prime 4. Other than that the development is progressing. Yeah, they're just like, it's still happening, don't worry. But like, it's going to be a while before we see that game because they were at like a certain point along when they announced it and then scratched everything and had to start from square one. So it's going to be a while before we see anything about that. But then... We got probably, in my opinion, the most insane announcement out of all of E3. The fucking screen said Metroid 5. Yeah. <laughs> this is a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion, which came out in 2001, I think. Mm-hmm. So, 20 years later. It's called Metroid Dread, which apparently has been like, the name has been popping around since like 2006. Which I did yep. not know that, uh, but it yeah, they is said a... they've been developing it on and off for fifteen years. Yeah, this is trying a... to get it right. This is a new two D Metroid game. It's it is Metroid Five. It is a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion, uh, and the whole it is the the end to the the original Samus Aran arc of end. Yeah, that's what they said. Like this, this like ends the story that started in Metroid and then proceeded wow. through. Yeah, dang. Uh, and then they did a clarification later on saying, like, don't worry, we will make more Metroid games in the future with Samus. But, like, this is the end to this initial story with, like, the whole the whole thing with, like, the baby Metroid and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the end of that. Uh, I'm incredibly excited. It looks super cool. Her new suit looks, looks really, really cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It has, uh, so it's called Dread because it seems like there's a, this main, robot. a main mechanic of it is you're being followed by this robot and think like mr x uh style where it's following you around and you have to sneakily evade and avoid it and if it catches you it's it's like this quadrupedal it's this quadruped robot that like the body uh is on a different gyroscope than its legs so it does the thing where it's like walking at you in one direction and then it needs to turn around so instead of like turning around it just flips its body over and starts walking the other direction, you know, and like or like and it does the, it does shit. the same thing to like walk up walls that are perpendicular to it. It's like it has some some uh, scary elements to it. Yeah, I this is I don't know. Like I feel like I'm going insane. That people like <laughs> it's like am I overblowing how insane this is? No, no like, I'm super not. excited. No, it looks awesome. I, I haven't really played any of the Metroid games, so I'm pretty excited. like. Nowhere in my mind did I think we were going to get a new 2D Metroid here. And they just stuck it in the middle of their Direct. It comes yeah. out October 8th, this year. So, 
like something we didn't even know existed and it's coming in four months actually jeff you technically predicted this i did in our bingo card i had a yeah a new new 2d metroid developed by a third party which that's what this Mm. is so, yeah, because yeah, this is the same team as the as Samus Returns, yes? Yes, uh, which uh, people seem to really like, so it makes it seem like uh, they did a good job with that, so they should do a good job with this. I don't know. I'm incredibly excited. I am uh, giving, picking that up the first it day. It looks awesome. I, I think I'm going to – I want to buy and play Metroid Fusion because I've never actually – I've played like only a little bit of Metroid Fusion, and considering it's a direct sequel and we recently played Super Metroid – um, uh, I can let you borrow my Wii U. I have it. Oh, I was just—it's probably like seven bucks on the Wii U. I'll just buy it on my own. Actually, I was thinking about right. buying a Game Boy Advance cartridge of it just to to have, and then I could play oh, it on so my cool. my SP. Um, so I'm thinking about it. I have a couple of months to decide if I want to commit to that or not. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for Metroid Dread. This is like the announcement that I wasn't expecting. This is like the Sephiroth and Smash announcement of yeah. E3 yeah. for me. I wish I could have seen your reaction to it. I was losing my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. We were... There was uh, our co-workers, because Jeff and I watched it together at work, as we do, and our co-workers like, peeked, poked their heads around the corner and were like, like, are what you the guys, fuck are you guys okay? They're um, like, are you guys grown men right now or children? And we were yeah. like, a little, a little of both? All right. Oh, we, we we should move on. I could talk about Metro Dread for hours. Uh, guess what? Uh, Just Dance 2022, just like yeah. uh, just oh. like they announced in Ubisoft. Cruising Blast. Uh, something about penguins. Penguins. Uh, yeah. Cruising uh, sorry. Blast. Sorry, it's a racing game with uh with a Pegasus or something. Andrew said. That's a that is a very different animal. <laughs> yeah, you know, dyslexia. A penguin would be more fun. Um, we're getting Dragon Ball Z Kakarot plus a new power awakens. Uh, it's coming to switch, which it's cool. I've heard Kakarot's pretty fun. Uh, and if it comes with all the DLC built in, maybe I'll uh, get that. Uh, we got some new information about Mario golf that comes out in two weeks. Yeah, sounds yes. right. I'm, uh, that's going to be super fun. We're going to play that a bunch. Um, I can't wait for that. I love Mario golf. Um, we got some more Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Stories Two stuff, which we also got at the uh, the Capcom show, and then another fucking banger out of nowhere. We're getting a new WarioWare game. Yeah, <laughs> they finally listened to me. It's called WarioWare. Get it together, and like, it's like they're celebrating. Okay, the pandemic's starting to wrap up. This, is this fucking Mario Party and WarioWare. Go play games with your friends. <laughs> uh, and like it, like visually, it is the WarioWare style, but like with a certain HD refinedness to it that like really pops. There are co-op micro games, which I never thought would happen, but it's really cool, and I can't wait to see how it like how chaotic it's going to be when you're trying to do a task in five seconds with a another person. Yeah, you know, I, I, this is going to be incredibly fun. I can't wait. This is like, yeah. the, uh, did this have a release date for it? Yeah, September 10th. September 10th. So the day Not that bad. Mario Party comes out, we're going to have to all get together. We're going to play, we're going to play some WarioWare and we're going to play some Mario Party. And it's going to be a hell of a time. Hell, we'll miss, maybe we can go to Boneheads uh, to celebrate. Yes. Too. Oh, yeah. We can play WarioWare in Boneheads. <laughs> <laughs> we could <laughs> technically just get uh, wing salt and everything. So yeah, this is gonna be super duper fun. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, Andrew has a note here. It's Persona, but not. 
It looks really cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to play it. Do you have any interest in playing this as a Persona 5, Andrew? Uh, no, not really. It's like, it's, I think, more like hardcore than Persona is, you know? Like, mm. it's it's much more, it's dark. It's uh, edgy. It's kind of, it's the same, like, style of Persona, or it's the same concept, but like a little more like hardcore JRPG. It's got all the same monsters um, and whatnot, too. Yeah, the reason I like Persona is because it blends that idea with the Persona style that we know and love about mm. it and the soundtrack, you know? Persona isn't afraid to have this, like, this flair and this attitude with how it presents itself, whereas Shimigami Tensei just seems like another game taking itself too seriously. Uh, so I've never gotten into SMT. I've heard that they're very good, but also similar to Persona, very long. So if I'm going to mm. put a lot of time into something, it's going to be a Persona game and not an SMT game. Yeah, I, I also probably will not end up touching it uh Rampa decadence andrew wrote anime as fuck uh i know there yeah. are people out there that are just obsessed with Rampa. i i've never understood i've never played the games but i don't know i feel like there's just like cult of people who just like worship Rampa. you mm. see that like half black half white teddy bear hanging up in people's rear view mirrors every once in a while yeah um, i never knew what that was from for the longest time but now i know definitively uh fatal frame maiden of the black water is this the wii u one or is this a new one i, I don't know it's don't the remember. wii u one it is I the saw. wii u one coming okay so yeah. that's coming to switch it's in port we're getting ever so close to having every single wii u game just be on the switch Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods DLC is coming to Switch, and we're also getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I had said when that game first came out, man, I wish this was on the Switch, because it's a perfect game to pick up, play a couple rounds, and put down, and I don't want to boot up my computer every time I want to do that. Uh, but I feel like I'm so far removed from that game that I probably won't end up buying it on my Switch. Um, oh well, but it is really cool to the people who enjoy the Tony Hawk games. Uh, next up is a game called Strange Brigade. What's going on with the Strange Brigade, Andrew? I don't know. You tell me. It's it, they just announced that it was coming to Switch. Yeah, this is like it's a collection <laughs> it of like, just like random three yeah. shooter that takes place in like an African like forest a, with like ruins. I have no idea. Like maybe it's a co-op game. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's that the one with like, like it had mummies and something. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's strange. Um, <laughs> this is a game that came out two years ago. Oh, but it's oh, just okay. coming to coming, Switch now. It's coming to Switch now. Gotcha. Um, all right. Uh, we got more info on Mario Rabbids. That's exciting. I'm I'm. Super... I don't think we got more info. They I just think they, showed, uh, a little they just bit more. showed that it was in that yeah. it's coming to Switch in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp coming December 3rd. Yo, get hype. Happy birthday, Adam. Everyone oh, yeah. everyone thought that um, Advance Wars was dead and we were never going to see it yep. again. This, I feel like, gives hope that maybe in the future we'll get an Advance Wars 3 or something. Derek, I know Orly. you like yeah. the Advance Wars games. I've never actually played them, but people speak so highly of them. I'm absolutely going to pick this up and play it just because, like... 
I I don't know. I love tactics games, and everyone says this is one of the best tactics games ever made. So I'm super excited. Also, the name Reboot Camp is really cool. I think that's really yeah. <laughs> well thought out. Good stuff. Yeah. I hope this also opens the doors to potentially other dead franchises making a comeback. Golden like Sun. Golden Sun or F-Zero or Mother 3, which is a kind of a separate case. But, you know, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then Nintendo wrapped up the show by saying we have a bunch of Zelda stuff that we want to talk about. Hyrule Warriors is getting two DLC packs. One, the first Which one we already coming, knew. Out, coming out tomorrow, and then the next one coming out in the fall. Uh, I will not be picking this up. I don't ever need to play Hyrule Warriors again. That game was pretty okay. Um, Skyward Sword HD, it's still happening. Yep. Yep. Uh, then they announced, uh, so you remember that Mario game and watch that the was announced a while back and it just had like super Mario bros on it and was also a clock. They're doing that for Zelda, but it comes with Zelda one, Zelda two and links awakening the game boy version. That's kind of cool. Coming November 12th. I, I'm not going to get it. Are any of you going to get it? Absolutely not. not. Yeah, no, it's a cool little novelty thing for those people who want it. Uh, and then the big news, this, the kicker, the stuff we've been waiting for this whole time. We got a new trailer for breath of the wild to, um, uh, thoughts. What do we think? I watched this trailer I, in, in like super slow motion. Um, it's just like seeing everything that happens. Oh, yeah. There's okay. a lot to unpack. There is a I, lot I, to unpack. Honestly, it's a minute it and a half. Yeah. Uh, they okay. so they announced they like revealed whatever new gimmick is going to be in this game because we thought like how do they do Breath of the Wild but make it different enough? Uh, and it's you know they brought like there's a lot of sim symmetry between this and Skyward Sword and Link has this like yeah. weird robot arm thing that yeah. like has new Sheikah Slate powers so yeah, maybe it's that like, like his is, Sheikah 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 Slate. is his arm so here's but here's also my like at the beginning he gets like corrupted by the by the malice or whatever yeah go for it Adam so my theory is something that malice screws up his arm and then that original blue glowing arm we see in the first trailer that merges with his, his Sheikah Slate, and that's how he gets the crazy arm. It's very possible. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking. It's a combination of whatever that glowing blue arm is and the Sheikah Slate. That's why it's using the runes. I have heard many, many theories There's on what could so be happening in this game. so many theories. One uh, of them that I really, really want to come true is that the long-haired Link that we saw in the trailer is... Isn't actually Link? It's not Link. It's Ganondorf. But it's the first Ganondorf before he was like brought into the cycle of like being resurrected as a, the reincarnation of demise. Mm. Uh, and like I feel like that it, ha it has weight because of the clear ties that this has to to Skyward Sword, right? Like the shot of Link in the trailer, like skydiving out of the air, is the like same exact shot as the Skyward Sword one. Yeah. Uh, also, notably in this trailer, there are two distinct, like, mo character models for Link. One being yeah. the one with the long hair, and the other one being the one we know with the ponytail and the blue tunic. 
I so was gonna bring I that up. That it's super weird. There is yeah, there's either going to be a time skip of some kind or like an inciting event where like time passes. You know, maybe it has to do with like the the castle floating up into the sky and Link getting corrupted by the malice or whatever. We saw Zelda fall into like a pit or something. Or maybe they're two entirely different characters completely. They could be so, two different characters. They could be like a light world, dark world scenario, and that's just what he looks like when he's in like a different whatever the opposite realm is. Yeah, like, or like in, a, or in like both a past models, future. He have, he, in both it, models, he has the arm. At one point, he's just like floating into the sky and then like fuses through this through. the that floor cool. of something. Yeah. It, 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 it okay, seems but, to have some sort of time reversal powers. Yeah. However, also the other thing I noticed about the two different character models is that the blue tunicked, you know, standard Link only appears in locations that we are familiar with from the original breath of the wild whereas the sky all of the sky island locations features the the new long-haired link yes something else that was pointed out to me online never aside from that brief moment where we see like the malice coming up the link do we see his face again exactly you never see his face in the new shot i think you see his face when he is normal link or like the link we know, but, yeah. the, but the long-haired link you never you see, never his see face. the face of the long-haired link. What were you gonna say, Derek? I was gonna say the same thing happened in one of the Breath of the Wild original Breath of the Wild trailers. For a while, they never showed Link's face; they just showed the character model, and everyone was convinced it was Zelda yeah. because he had long hair and like ponytails or whatever going on, and like everyone was convinced it's Zelda, it's Zelda. We're playing as Zelda, and then it was like, no, it's just a it's just like, Link, a so, different like, character be... model of Link. Yeah, we could be blowing this out of proportion. I don't know what the significance is for the new outfit versus the original tunic. Yeah, like it, like could, said, it could just be more could, character customization. It could very well just be a, a time skip, you know? So, yeah. Because like, it seems like something big happens, right? Like, the way that I that I think this is going to go is, like, you know, obviously Link and Zelda are together at the end of Breath of the Wild. And so, like, they're, they, like, Calamity Ganon isn't gone, obviously, so they are going to inspect under the under the castle there's going to be something underground that's what we saw in the first trailer and then they're going to find the you know dehydrated ganon and then they're going to clearly then that ganon like corrupts link or something right so and then probably after that we're going to see some form of of time skip my know, my guess is that the um, the link with the long hair is like that is like a previous link or like like previous in time and you're going to be jumping back and forth and like stuff that you do as that like early time link will affect stuff when like you are breath of the well, wild one, link that's my yeah, prediction at least one theory i saw online was the the sky link as i'm going to refer to him now uh that's actually the original hero from yes. the myth we see in the first game i was just going to bring that up too yeah oh like that's and the then, original hero from the calamity storyline. And then the theory I saw piled <clears> on top of that is that that original hero is Ganondorf, <laughs> and that the like the reason that he didn't like or like I don't I don't remember the details of it, but that he just it's before he then he gets corrupted by demise. You know, the level of speculation that w- there is from a minute and a half trailer is just absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah, Nintendo knows how to do it. Well, supposedly they did say it does have a title that isn't just Breath of the Wild two, but they're not they, telling yes. us because it's. It would give away too much. Yeah, yes. they want to hold on to it a bit longer because yeah, yeah it, it reveals too much about the game, which is kinda mm-hmm. cool. One of the yeah. theories I heard that it has is it has demise in the title, and that's why. Like mm. uh, it's like demise maybe. of the wild or something like that. 
Breath, well, here, the here's the thing. Of, Legend of Zelda. The rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So here's the thing, too. Like, it's cool that they're drawing the parallel. I could see that because they're drawing the parallel of the Skyward Sword, which is chronologically mm. the the first, uh, the first link. Yes. So how cool would it be if they bring back demise oh, and the circle. sky stuff? So it's a whole like the cycle ends where it begins kind of deal. And what if this is the never, last link? I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh. Like finally end the the cycle of reincarnation. Well, as they say, you know, this is total bullshit, but apparently all the timelines converge in this in Breath of the Wild. So Yeah, that's what well, I don't say. know. It's I don't know like, how that makes any splits, sense whatsoever. And then it's just like enough time has passed where like in each of those timelines it has become like it didn't matter what happened in those timelines, enough time has passed where like this is what they've all reconverted. This this was always going to happen yeah. no matter what. I think that's And that'd idea. be so cool if they bring back like if that figure is actually like whatever's left of demise. Yeah. Um, and then we're going back to the like Skyloft. You know, it's still up there. Maybe that's what's going on here. Like the islands have reemerged and I think it'd just be a, a really cool way to bring the entire chronology of the series full circle. So Yeah. Well the the reason I feel like it might not be that is because we see the castle getting raised into the sky in the first place. So I think that because of that, like the land around it might also get raised up as a result. So the sky sure parts that. might be even after the start of the game and not a, a pre like a past event. Which in Skyward Sword, what is this what is the story and the reasoning why everyone's living in the sky? Because, because originally Yeah. You can go, you can take it away, Adam. So like originally Demise showed up and he just laid waste to Hyrule. So the goddess shot up all the Hylians into the sky. Gotcha. And stayed down on the field <laughs> on the ground with all the other species to fight interesting so for the longest time the, the highlands didn't even know there was anything below the clouds um i think it is important we haven't mentioned yet that this game is not coming out in 2021 unfortunately they are, they are aiming for 2022 which means that is not definitive whatsoever mm-hmm. I want so uh yeah i don't know <laughs> it's it's uh I'm highly anticipating this game. Derek is going to be the greatest video game of all time. You can we said it. it. We've said it before. We'll, we'll keep saying it. Um, but yeah. Did you see Super actually crazy. that there's another game that has a that it right now, or at least I think now it's at a 98. But oh, it, yeah, at one this. point had a hundred on Metacritic, which yeah, but was... it only has seven reviews or something. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and apparently it's not even a game. It's just like a visual novel. It's the basically it's a like, book. It's yeah. just a book. Yeah. Very weird. Um, but apparently it's still really good. The last thing we need to talk about with Nintendo. No Switch Pro. Nope. Didn't happen. It wasn't announced before. Like Bloomberg said it was going to be. It wasn't announced during. What? What's up? Do you think we're getting a Switch Pro at all? This yes. year? This year? <laughs> no. Okay. At this point, I kind of think if they're gonna do it, they'll wait until the Breath of the Wild sequel as a selling point. But you got—we are in the fifth year of the Switch. Wouldn't you think it's too late to do an upgraded model, and they would just be working towards whatever the next full thing is? Well, no, they did because at this point, at this point, then it wouldn't be an upgraded model. It would just be like you said, the Super Nintendo Switch, and it would be a the sequel next thing. console, a successor. Like they also said that they uh, they anticipated the Switch's life cycle lasting longer than their previous consoles, but I don't know if that's just a like maybe in their mind like a new Nintendo Switch, like a sequel console, is still like in the vein of 
the switch and its life cycle. Yeah. Like maybe know. they're thinking about it as like a, like as a concept this system works. So we'll just keep building on this model that people seem to love. Yeah. That I could see. It's going to be weird going forward for sure. I don't know what their plan is. Like, how do you to see how it plays out? But like, could I this think... just be like the thing they do? Like, like PlayStation is always a PlayStation. Is Nintendo's going to be some form of switch moving forward? Yeah. I don't you know that'll never happen. I don't think we're going to get a switch pro this year. I don't know what we're going to get when, but like, I don't expect to hear anything anytime soon. Cause I if we a... were guardians of the galaxy, wouldn't have been announced as a cloud game. It would have been announced as just like a game, you know? Yeah, true. What's up Derek? I was going to say, I have a theory that all of the leaks might come from pre COVID, uh, like documentation. And cause usually like leaks are like old info. And it like leaks out, and like uh, things can still like change, and that's why like leaks leaks sometimes just misdates or are true. So I was like thinking, I wonder if like this was data that got leaked in January, like they had planned, but like COVID in Japan like isn't over; it's still like heavily yeah. affected. And so eventually they like, we're like, nope, we're bumping it out till maybe fall, maybe next year. And uh, like none of these plans, like the production plans, all of that stuff is all like moved and gone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Only time will tell for sure. Yeah. But we know it's not happening right now. Uh, all right. I want to, I want to wrap this up by going around and I want to, I want everyone to list their, do you want to do three or five things that you're most excited for? I I think three is is good. three. Three is good. Three okay, it's just so hard to pick three. Well, I guess b- before we do that, real quick, I want to know like, how do we feel about the E3 overall? Who do we think? Ah. If we had to pick a winner, quote unquote, even though I don't really like this train of thought most of the time, who would you say won E3? Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, X- Xbox probably. Yeah. I would. Sony. I can agree with that. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. Did you say Sony? Yeah, by uh, not participating, <laughs> they won. Fair enough. No, they lost because no one's talking about them, and they're talking about how awesome Xbox is doing. Oh, well, wasn't Sony doing their oh, own they, thing soon? Have you guys not heard about the blue box? No. Oh, no. it's what everybody is talking about right now. Not everybody. Yeah, what like literally, it? like everyone forgot about E3, and the whole internet is obsessed with blue box games. What the fuck are you on about? Uh, there, so it's pretty wild. I think he's trolling us. Basically, on blue box the, games, blue box games announced the game Abandoned would be premiering on the PlayStation Five next week, and everyone is going wild with theories as to who Blue Box Games is and what this game is, and everyone thinks it's Hideo Kojima is actually making Silent Hill, and this is his way of announcing it. It's wild. That's not true. (laughs) It's just going to be some dumb thing. It's completely wild. But uh, yeah, in a week, we'll we'll finally, the internet will get to be disappointed and find out it's nothing that they thought it was. Why would Kojima build up this whole new studio and like... It's a fake studio. Because this is fucking Kojima, dude. He'll do that shit. He did it before with Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. With it was Moby Dick Games and uh, the Phantom Pain, and this same thing is with this. It's supposed to be this Blue Box Studios, BB Studios from from like Death Stranding. It's a reference to Death Stranding. It's it's crazy. This before, like the the BB. I don't know, dude. 
I don't give a shit. I think Ko I am of the mind <laughs> that Kojima isn't a genius. He's just nuts. <laughs> if you go to blueboxgamestudios.com, it just says Blue Box Game Studios. We are preparing for dot dot dot. We will be right back. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't care. Anyway, anyway, Xbox E3. One E three. I think Xbox is uh, the best. All of those Game Pass games, some really crazy cool announcements. Uh I yeah. think Nintendo came out really strong too. Um, yeah, I think that the the fact that Xbox had so many games and that they are the major the large majority of them are coming day one to Game Pass is absolutely massive. Uh, I think for speaking personally, I liked Nintendo's presentation more because they announced more things that I wanted and simultaneously was not expecting. Yes, I agree. Uh, however, I think in the grand scheme of video games, I think Xbox is better. But personally, I'm super excited for Nintendo's. I've heard some people being like, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't impressed. And then they start talking about the stuff and they're getting so excited. I'm like, what What are you on about? You just said you weren't impressed by their thing. And then you popped off that like how excited you were for Mario Party and Wario yeah. and Metroid Dread and Zelda and the, the, the Smash characters. It's like... People are insane. I don't know, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, every every developer fell victim, or every presentation fell victim to having a lot of filler content where they talked about games that were already announced and that have already been out and that were presented in other presentations and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, that's going to happen. But in terms of like the, the heavy hitters, Nintendo and Xbox... When the will people the, realize the that these presentations, the Nintendo Directs, the Xbox conferences, they're going to have smaller things that you don't care about, but there is someone out there who cares about it. And that one weird niche thing that you care about, there's tons of people that don't give a shit. Like, I feel like people can't look outside themselves and see the thing as the whole picture. And just like, oh, that was bad because they didn't announce the new Animal Crossing game. It's like, that doesn't make it bad you have to judge it by what is i don't know it we, i feel like we talk about this a lot and it's so fucking frustrating to me um but all the stuff that was there for nintendo was awesome yeah oh yeah um all right top three things from e3 that you are most excited about you can use jeff Keeley's uh summer game stuff as well we're gonna start with you adam what oh, are the okay. three things that you are the most excited for gotta be metroid dread was not okay. expecting that very excited Okay. Still Breath of the Wild 2. I know it's just a little crumb of serotonin, but it has me so hyped for it again. Mm-hmm. And the third? Uh, I don't know. Like, I know we just went over all the games. We just went I over can... so many things. You can't I know, and I one can't, more. I can't narrow it down. Just pick one. Name a woman. Uh... <laughs> name a woman. Adam, name a woman. <laughs> for one dollar, name a woman. Like any woman? Red Redfall seemed pretty cool. I'm not sure what it's about, but I like the this wizard with a gun. Actually, no, I'm going wizard. <laughs> yeah, really wizard, wizard with a gun. It's got wizards. It's a western. What is not the love? All right, Tikan, what do you got? What are your the three things you're most excited for? This is uh, I probably could have easily had a top five. That's what I. That's uh, why I was between it. It's like, oh, there's definitely five. If you, I, I mean, Adam struggled okay, with three, I'm but if you guys want to do five, <laughs> right, go for it. I'm gonna do five. Uh, obviously, Halo Infinite is my number one. I can't wait. I want that game so goddamn badly. Uh, saw that Back game. from Blood, Battlefield 2042, Metroid De- Dread, and uh, even though it's gonna be forever, uh, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Derek? What are the things you're most excited for? Uh, I think right now, in the moment, 
probably Halo, Battlefield, Elden Ring, and the new Metroid. Forgot about Elden Ring. Okay, okay. Andrew? Uh, I'm not going to say Breath of the Wild because I want to know more about it and it's not coming out until, you know, who knows the fuck next, when. Next year at the earliest. The, uh, I, my, I'm hedging my bets for 2023. Uh. But I would say, uh, in no particular order, Metroid Dread, uh, Mario Party, Guardians of the Galaxy, Elden Ring, and um, what was the other one? Uh, maybe WarioWare? Okay. Uh, like you, I think I'm going to... I don't want to say Breath of the Wild. It's like, I am incredibly excited for that, but not in the immediate future. Because like you said, who knows when the fuck we're getting that. Uh uh, I'm going to start number five for me. Uh, more Castlevania coming to Netflix starring Richter and Maria. Fuck yeah. Uh, okay. okay. And we got Mario Rabbids, I think, is uh, a darling game that I'm super excited about. Um, shit, what was my number three? Halo Infinite. That multiplayer looks absolutely insane. Uh, and I cannot wait to get my hands on that for sure i think that just it made me remember the glory days of halo 3 and uh i'm incredibly excited for that uh actually let's switch Halo's my number two my number three is gonna be um starfield i think i wasn't no i didn't know what to expect but the fact that it's so grounded in realistic uh modern technology makes me even more excited about it um and then number one is metroid dread that's the fucking greatest announcement out there in this entire thing and it's insane and i cannot believe that's happening um but yeah that is it boys that is all of e3 we got well over two hours just only talking about e3 how are we feeling as a whole how did you feel about e3 very very happy yeah, no, it was really good. They did a great job. <clears throat> yeah, for a first time digital, all digital, um, I'm pretty happy with what they uh, came out with. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, next year with, you know, the lessening of COVID restrictions that we can maybe see a little more out of the in-between shows. Um, I think next year we won't have the in-between shows. It's going to go back to being in person. So those. Will well, just be I mean, like... those. I mean, they'll still have presentations. You know, they were doing it before. They you had Bethesda and Take Two and Devolver. Yeah, but I like wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have a Capcom and uh, I guess we'd still have a Square Enix. Yeah, I think we still will. Okay. Yeah, I but... hope they learned some lessons. Yeah. Yeah, there were definitely some highs, definitely some lows. Uh, but overall, I came out happy. There was a ton of announcements that I'm really excited about. And uh, video games are awesome. I'm really excited to see uh, where life takes us in the world of video games. But that brings us to the end of this episode of the Game Sharks Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. You can send us an email at gamesharkspodcast at yahoo.com. What did you think about E3? What were your favorite things announced and why was it Metroid Dread? Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Game Sharks Podcast. And uh, yeah, you can check us out on YouTube and any podcast streaming service. We stream live on Twitch Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern time if Derek decides to show up on time. Uh, 
<laughs> and I guess I do believe with that, we are Finn. <laughs>